everybody. My name is Mel LaFera, and I welcome you to this special Energetic Principles Astrocast for the full moon in Leo. Now, I will mention that I do a blog that will have the chart for this full moon and the tarot correspondences so that you can follow along in the broadcast. So if you want to check that out, go to energeticprinciples.com, or you can click where you are listening to this as the uh, the link is also in the description. So here we have our full moon in Leo. And so that will be exact on Saturday, February 8th. 2020 at 11.33 p.m. here on the Pacific Coast. So I know we are far over in the time zone, so many of you may experience this, maybe why you sleep on Sunday. Now, I'm titling this uh, Lunation Driven by the Heart because, I mean, it's the full moon in Leo. And we know Leo brings up qualities such as, uh, you know, heart-centeredness. And, you know, it's the fixed fires of the heart and where the heart rages and just holds a torch. It's a creative space. It's a courageous space. It's a space that's connected to the self. You know, it is the heart after all. Um, And it's one of our most reliable guidance systems that we have. It's also because of this kind of creative, like joyful, playful space, it is the area of the inner child as well. And many of us may feel as if our inner child is speaking or the heart is speaking, or we have to have courage to go after the heart or our inner child or, you know, just play and joy in life. And so that's why we're calling it um, we, because there's more than one of me. That's why I'm calling it Driven by the Heart. So let's first start with the new moon, uh, sorry, full moon. We are are past the new moon. Uh, The full moon ruler. So uh, the moon in Leo, you know, we're looking to see the sun. And of course, with full moons, the moon and the sun are in opposition. So here our ruler is the sun in Aquarius. And really, that sun in Aquarius is still looking to Saturn and Capricorn, um, which has just been the dominating theme for uh, the beginning of 2020, but even before then. So we've just been in Saturn territory for so long, um, but we're still here. Uh, but we are getting that elevated viewpoint that we get from Aquarius, where we start to rise above um, the foundations that we have, and maybe we are seeing what we're architecting for the future based on uh, new perceptions of our lives, you know, and the bird's eye view understandings that have been coming in, especially since the new moon in Aquarius just a couple weeks ago. Now, um, What's interesting about this uh, full moon, too, is that the sun is going to be in the terms of Mars. Um, And then we also have the moon that is in Mars' uh, face or Deccan. And so there is this martial quality to this uh, lunation. And we're going to see that because with the aspects, basically the next aspect that the moon makes after the full moon is going to be a trine to Mars and Sagittarius. Um, So this is just really adding to the importance of Mars, who's wrapping up his tour through Sagittarius. And boy, has it been <laughs> a fiery one. I mean, you see it in the world all around you um, on, on many levels. There is um, an intense force with Mars in, in Sagittarius. It really can be over the top. Now, 
But here we have the moon, you know, connecting with that heart center, that Leo center. Um, and it's opposed with the Aquarius space of where we fit in society. What's our grand plan for the future? What's our idea of utopia? And how are we moving forward to it? And are we listening to our hearts in the process? And I think that we're going to be with some caveats, as I will get into later in the program. But do know that the moon going to trine Mars after it is lit up with this fullness, um, you know, there is... There's something being driven forward, and this is also why I'm calling it driven by the heart, um, because there is an activation taking place. You know, the the fixed fire of the self is strengthening and aligning with the changing journey of Mars just blazing through Sagittarius. And we must keep note that Mars, you know, we are about 25 degrees in, so uh, the warrior will not be there much longer and will go on to go into Capricorn and get real strong. So there is a preparatory nature to what is going on right now uh, with the intensity of Mars and Sagittarius. But uh, he's about to go in and light up the eclipse points and really make progress um, all through uh, basically the end of February through March. So, uh, you know, buckle up. I guess we can say here. But I think this lunation is really tapping in to the flow of what Mars's trajectory uh, is going forward. Now, also note we have Venus, who is now in Aries, which is a Mars-ruled sign. So, you know, here we have some more emphasis on Mars being placed once again. And, you know, she has her issues in Aries, uh, but she's also feisty and and fiery and and ready to do her own thing. You know, we are literally attracted to our, you know, to ourselves. That's so Leo. (laughs) So Leo full moon, but, you know, attracted to ourselves in the sense of, you know, what does the self uh, need? What does it want? What lights it up? What will make it feel harmonious and whole? Um, And it might, you know, we might be opening in this... Because, you know, because, all right, let me break this down. Basically, Venus is kind of caught within uh, a Chiron and a Black Lilith um, threesome. (laughs) I guess we could put it any better way. And so our attraction energy and relationships right now and creative, um, you know, instincts that might be coming up are really tapping into maybe some of the triggers that we hold inside or some some wounds that might be there that we are gaining healing from um, and learning about ourselves in, in the process. Um, and with Black Lilith there too, you know, there's this kind of a wild nature that's coming out at this time and where, you know, there might, it might be fearful because, you know, when we get wild, if you're not like, if you're not like me with Uranus on the Ascendant, you know, being a little bit wild can be, um, I don't know, it can be off-putting at first, but I think that's what we're called to do right now is to tap into our instincts and and really open ourselves up uh, to what the wild part of us is saying and trying to heal us through at this time. Because we're really all laying down foundations and making, uh, you know, significant um, changes and new stabilizations in our life right now. So, it, of course, we want to be healed going into this new journey, um, but we might have to tap into more of a, a wild side of ourselves in order to get there. 
Now, on top of that, we have uh, Jupiter in Capricorn, who's also approaching the sextile to Neptune in Pisces. Now, this won't happen until April 20th, uh, and there will be three passes, April 20th, July 27th, and then October 12th. But I think that it's getting close enough to where we're starting to get stimulated by the energies at play, especially now that Mercury is in Pisces, which is a Jupiter-ruled sign, and is about to go retrograde in that zone on February 16th. So, you know, there is, uh, there's a Jupiter story that is um, developing here as well. And it's really highlighting, you know, where we're making spiritual growth in the material world because Jupiter is in Capricorn. And of course, Neptune in Pisces definitely is very um, behind the veil. And so we're probably entering the first stages of that where we might be preparing to release the old so that we can build new foundations and probably centered around what we are intuiting at this time or imagining or a dream that we hold uh, and maybe we hold for a long time and now we are starting to get that foundation around it. So there is that influence as well. And of course, you know, uh, (laughs) we'll get into the Mercury and Pisces later when we talk about the Sabian symbol. But also, no, we have Ceres, you know, Mother Ceres, who's making a square to Uranus. And really, this is um, any any planet that's going to make a square to Uranus. It is a lead up to energy that will be culminating and really pushed forward at um, really in January of 2021. So know that there are breadcrumbs through these configurations. But you know, Ceres, she's that nourishing principle, that mothering principle. But also, when we are separated from something, um, so you know, there Uranus seeks to awaken us and to shake off the debris and to move us forward uh, into our 2.0, basically. And so we may experience, uh, especially with Venus in the condition she's in right now, there could be sudden separations taking place or... um, where we are awakened into to, uh, some sort of challenge where we need nurturing, uh, where we are really, you know, uh, we're activated to level up with how we nourish ourselves, you know, because any, this is a full moon and that the moon, no matter what sign it is at the end of the day, um, this is where we hold our space of, of nourishment and care. Um, and so we might find that we are at this point of, you know, self-parenting 2.0, where we kind of have to level up our own needs and take care of ourselves within relation to, uh, you know, what we now know and and how we are raising our vibration in this process. And as we change, uh, we have to shift with it, which is interesting when we're talking about a full moon and fixed signs. So it's, we have this fixity going on. We have this cardinal energy that's starting things, but we also have strong mutable that is moving us along. And so um, it can feel like you have feet in many worlds at this time. Now, with the tarot correspondences, these are rich too. And I will say once again, to see the tarot cards, uh, and I featured Mel Moline's cards from the Tabula Mundi, which I just, it's one of my favorite decks. Uh, So go on over to the Astro blog so you can see the cards. And of course, you can click on the picture if you want to go check her site out or purchase. Um, But here we have, so I have uh, two or three pairs of two. And so we have the... uh, the Leo correspondences of the Seven of Wands, Lust, or or otherwise known as Strength, and the Princess of Wands. Uh, And then on the Aquarius side of things, we have the Seven of Swords, we have the Star, and then we have the Princess of Swords. 
And so to start with the strength and, um, and the star, because these are their major arcana cards for these signs. And so the moon in Leo, you know, we're looking at the strength or the lust card. Uh, the sun in Aquarius, we're looking at the star card. And so, you know, when I think about the lust and the star, I really think it takes strength. It takes courage to follow your attractions. Uh, and the star represents the hope and faith involved, especially in situations that brush up against our egos. Because this is a full moon in Leo, and it can be dramatic. And when all of our hearts are lit up at the same time, if they're not on the same page, uh, and they're fixed in their view, uh, and Mars is in Sagittarius, then we know where this is going. So, um, This is an interesting correspondence because there might need to be some strength um, and courage that that is within us in order to go after, you know, the utopia or the hope or the faith that we are holding on to. Now, also in the in the decans, uh, we have the moon in the decan of the seven of wands, and then we have the sun in the decan of the seven of swords, and so. you know, this is valor versus uh, versus futility. You know, that courage versus the, uh, you know, kind of cunning. Um, and so I think that both of these are tests, you know, because this is a seven. Both of these are going to test us. This is a spiritual test of some sort. Uh, and there is a courage that must be, you know, uh, embodied and paired with appropriate strategy. Otherwise, we may not pass the test. You know, because that's the idea of the Seven of Swords and futility. You know, we may be able to get, be a little sneaky or do this and that and the other way. But really, this is, you know, it's not a time for that. It's a time to be strategic. It's a time to be clever. And it's a time to be courageous um, with going forward with, you know, the full moon's agenda. And then down at the bottom, we have the Princess of Wands and the Princess of Swords. And the princesses, you know, or the pages, these are roots of power of their signs. These are the seats uh, where the energy is strong and just starting to develop um, and being birthed into being, much like aces. And so here they're centered in the fixed energy of the suit. Um, And so we're opening to fire. We're opening to air that is in currently present in our stories. Um, And that is, got a lot of potential to it, I think. And so even though, you know, we're still in this kind of in-between space, there are strong, strong, like, uh, you know, seats of power. And, And fire moves us forward. Swords, you know, we're ready for a challenge. We're ready to put our intellect at use and to, you know, uh, use our power where we can. Um, and I think that this is a very promising correlation when you put them all together. Now, to move on to our Sabian symbol, this is the one that's the most intriguing to me. And oh my goodness, it, it, it really fits in the world right now, I think. Um, so, now the new or the full moon, I keep saying new, the full moon is at 20 degrees of Leo, but it's like 20 degrees and like 11 like seconds. So we're over that mark. So we're going to round up to 21 degrees Leo. And we have the symbol of chickens intoxicated. Let that sit into your mind for a second. Chickens intoxicated. Well, we have the keyword of accentuation, and we have the theme of making use of what you have. Now, to me, right away, if I think of chickens intoxicated, it makes me think that there was a whole lot of squawking going on. And really, you know, if you look um, 
at where we are right now in our world, and especially in America, you know, there chickens are intoxicated. There are squawking all over the place. Um, and Leo is known for that drama and the potential for the heart to go over the top at times. So we do have to be aware when things such as lust, you know, I did re- talk about the card lust just a few minutes ago, uh, you know, lust, dominion over something or vanity. If those begin to entice us into their intoxicating glow, you know, we might be those chickens that are intoxicated. So something at this time may wear off or need further grounding. So we'll have to make use of the current situation, yet stay centered in the fact that we may need to wait for illusion to turn into clarity. And I think that that might play into maybe the Mercury in Pisces role as Mercury is about to retrograde in a sign of its detriment and fall. And so all may not be as it seems. Um, There's a lot of drama going on and just people are lit up or intoxicated by something. Um, And so there may be a lack of control or, uh, you know, because we, it's, we have to be careful not to lose our minds if we, um, you know, because if the heart gets super lit up, we still have to live within our day-to-day. We still have to, you know, honor where we're at at this point in time. And we can't just like, you know, full force speed ahead. We have to um, be somewhat rational within that. And so that might be part of that losing the mind of where we need to kind of reconfigure that first. Now, um, Leo can bring enthusiasm, so we have to weed out false courage, too, uh, because there's courage that we need, and there's also courage that um, we have more of it than we um, can really, like, we're writing a check that we can't cash, maybe, (laughs) Um, so... Weed out where you might have false courage or where you might be taking on too much at this time because Mars in Sagittarius too is in the decan of the Ten of Wands and that is exhaustion or or pushing something to the end or carrying too much and burdens. So make sure that what you're taking on at this time, you're able to uh, then get out, you know, get it kind of put that courage through a filter (laughs) because we can feel all pumped up right now, intoxicated by the moment, us chickens intoxicated. Um, But, you know, that intoxication may wear off. So we have to be watchful for going overboard or trying to maybe escape from something too, because intoxication, usually, oh, we get intoxicated so that we don't have to deal with something. And so just know too, uh, with the moon trining Mars and Sag, that limitations may be a bit fuzzy at this time. And especially with Jupiter approaching a sextile with Neptune, that's also... um, uh, kind of challenges, limitations, but I think in a good way too. So I just loved this symbol and it seems so appropriate for what's going on, not only in the world, um, or well, I guess our own lives, but in the world as well. So try not to squawk too much. Um, all right. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this AstroCast. If you want to stay up to date on the micro and the macro of the day-to-day, consider signing up for my weekly audio cast over on Patreon. I do my forecast now on Patreon, and you can sign up for $5 a month, and that will get you a forecast, about a 30-minute forecast, uh, every Sunday. And, of course, I still do the aspects. I talk about the tarot cards, and then I pull an animal and back. 
faster. And now I have a new segment called Ask Mel, where I get patron questions and uh, answer them on air. Um, And so I'll keep you in the know, I promise. So if you want to check that out, go to patreon.com backslash energetic principles, or you can just go to energeticprinciples.com, and I'm sure I have a link there that will take you there. Um, Now, of course, I'll remind you that the last broadcast I did was with the fabulous Christopher Renstrom, and we talked about uh, trash astrology, and it was a fascinating talk, and we were so joyous in the process, and so I hope that you tuned into that, and if you haven't, be sure to take a listen. Now, I'm pretty sure when the spirit of the full moon in Leo that I am going to do a a solo podcast here um, coming up shortly. So be on the lookout for that. So, all right, everyone. Well, I am wishing you full moon blessings. You know, let your heart light up, but don't get too intoxicated uh, in in what is coming in right now. Um, But at the end of the day, it's getting us all closer to where uh, I think that we need to be uh, in the long run. So thank you so much for listening. And as always, may the stars be with you. 